0: back to another special episode of Reading with the Rockefellers. This week we will be doing part three of our fan casting series. These are little episodes that we like to throw in in between the season just to kind of cleanse the palate, shake off some of the depression, and get ready for the roller coaster that is going to be the next book. So on this one we are going to round out our fan casting of everybody that we have deemed worthy enough to be fan-casted as of this moment. So there will be some other characters that will pop up more in King's Cage that we'll circle back around to. But we are going to round out this one with the rest of the big names. So if you guys haven't already listened to parts 1 and 2 go back and listen to those. We cover everybody from Mayor, the Colonel, Lorne, Farley Shade, all of the big names. And so this one we're going to be Kind of going towards some of the smaller characters, um, and definitely more obscure performers than we've had anywhere else on the list. I think. Yes.
1: These kind of these are we had to get creative with some of the some factors. of these
2: characters pose certain dilemmas. Yeah. These
1: yeah. these are definitely the characters that I would consider like our B tier. It's like you're you're definitely down there. Yeah. This is the JV squad for sure.
2: I mean, you've you've got her her mother. The Ma and Pa barrel, which are in a lot, but they're also not...
1: Super important?
2: Necessarily as important. Yeah,
0: they're they're just plot propellers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... So Our first one is going to be kind of like how Shade was. Like, I think that this is just going to be like... We could really almost go with either one of these people.
2: But did you look at them? I, I
0: just know from what you've shown me, but yeah. you know who these people are and you did the research to find it, so tell us yeah. a little bit about... Yeah, give us the know. pitch here. Okay,
2: so this is for Piolomus. aka... Piolomus. Peolomus.
1: Piolomus. And so... I how... like the idea of Peolomus.
2: There's... Blah, blah, blah. There's yeah. a lot of... <laughs> in the actual fan cast where you see people give their ideas, which can have some ridiculous... Options, yeah. let's be honest, because they just pick people that they've seen play similar characters or who they think is the hot actor, the hot star, or whatever. Right. Tolanus, though, is described in a way that makes him, to me, seem very intimidating and not some square jawed, handsome actor. Right. Um, I know a lot of people say that this, the Samoses are described as Asian. She really just said they have they some... have
1: vaguely, vaguely Asian,
2: Asian features. features. And she yeah. has said, I think, in some of her other interviews that they may have had Asian descent or an uh, Asian I, mother. Yeah, or something it's, like that. it's
1: like their mom is also right. vaguely Asian. Which, yeah.
2: is, which is fine, but you got to remember, they're also going to be silver-skinned with silver hair. Right, so
0: they're not going to have the coloring of actual Asians.
2: Right. Um, and I think we we nailed Evangeline because I feel like Isabella Furman is Evangeline. And I Definitely. think This character has to be big... Broad-shouldered, thick-necked, a big, imposing, scary-looking guy. Yeah,
0: and you just don't find a lot of those in Hollywood. No. Actors are not typically big, muscly. Most
2: people. of them are short. Like,
0: even Arnold Schwarzenegger is only like six, six one, foot,
2: six, six one, one, maybe. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's not nearly as right. big. as you Sylvester
2: Stallone's like five seven.
0: Right, The Rock, not as big as you think he is. Yeah. Like he just looks big, but he's not as big as you think he is. So finding actors to actually play these big beefy roles is really hard because a lot of the actors that get steady regular work are very short. Like, look at Tom Holland. The dude's like 5'3". <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I know. We, Tom
2: Cruise is short. I mean, yeah.
0: So, you're not... It, it's hard to find... That's one thing that tripped us up about Cal for so long is we're like, oh, he has to be so swole. And then we're like, wait a minute, but just standing but, next to Jenna
2: Ortega.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> right. So, you
2: It's not that high of right. a Ortega. Yeah, you don't want him to be too big because then you're looking at guys like Bree and Traney and Tolmas who right. are actually True. supposed to be big. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Cal needs to be somewhere in between because he's
2: right.
0: He he does work out and exercise a lot, but he's not like a quote unquote gym rat like these yes. guys would be. I right?
2: Because these okay, so we went into the realm of professional wrestling. Yeah, they're large guys. They can act because that's really act. what they yep. have to do. They can do fight choreography, and all of these guys. And They that, don't have to say a lot, right? And all of these guys that I'm bringing out also are former athletes. They're either Mm -hmm. professional, former professional football players, or played rugby, so they're legit physical specimens. So for Ptolemus, the first guy I have here is uh, his wrestling name is Ridge Holland. Let's give him a goo here. His real name is Luke Menzies. Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. But he's he's, I think like 6'1", 6'2", about 240, broad shoulders, thick neck, and he does... One thing I like about this guy is he does kind of have a tiny mouth and a narrow nose. If you look at him.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not vaguely Asian.
2: Not vaguely Asian. So he's, I mean, he's.
1: But again, is that important?
2: Not as no. much. Not as much. But I feel like the second guy is really, really kind of spot on.
1: Yeah, from what you've.
0: What, if the other one, the other picture that you showed me, I like that guy better. His
2: name is Zion Quinn. That's his wrestling name. His real name is Daniel Vidot or Vidot, I'm not sure. I believe he's Australian, played rugby.
0: Yeah, this guy. For <laughs> this sure. This guy. But look at him, Mia. Yeah. He's yeah. like
2: 6'2, 240, broad shoulders. He looks. Samoan
0: but obviously not like full blooded Samoan or he might be but like
2: yeah so he's got the perfect features if you put the silver and then the silver hair I mean it's and then throw him in a giant black suit made of spiky metal he's gonna be so freaking intimidating looking.
0: yeah for sure that's my vote yeah like look at this yeah I know right I'm getting assaulted by pictures
2: that's and it's just it, it just look on his face.
1: Yeah,
0: do we even need
2: to vote? No, I,
1: mm, I don't think we really do.
2: Yeah, no. I'm, I th- f- I'm th- gonna think call his agent, tell him we're gonna call Elizabeth yeah. Banks.
1: Have I think we can have like a one and two situation here? Like
2: he's we, one and two.
1: No, we can have we can have a backup. Oh of yeah, like, I agree. But this oh. guy's good too.
2: Yes, it's just yeah. Plus, for all the all the women out there that want like attractive attractive actors and everything, he's actually a pretty handsome guy. Yeah,
1: he's not like he, again, like we said, the super no. conventionally handsome. No. So yeah, square jaw, cheekbones. I think
2: that's that's the uh, that's our Tolimus. Yeah, yeah, that's our Tolimus. Um, I'll I'll yeah. jump. I'm gonna jump to Bree and Trami, and we'll come back we'll to come Reed, back. Daniel and Daniel. Okay. Because just since we're here, yeah,
0: because those are gonna
2: be
1: we're gonna in be the wrestler realm.
2: Because I feel like there's two people who who I was looking at, and we either pick one and have him play both characters and do the like they did in Social Network, but I don't know. The Bree and Trami are supposed to look exactly why I don't
0: think they're yeah because they're not twins so I don't yeah. want people to get confused
1: but they're I mean, both big, they could yeah. make them twins I guess maybe but
2: right um so, I,
1: I wouldn't want to think about the logistics of giving birth to twins in the stilts giving birth to one baby has to be hard enough right yeah,
2: so true. one of them is uh Riddick Moss is this wrestling name I think he actually goes by like madcap Moss or something in WWE right now because Vince and man likes to change names Five so he weeks. can own your name. Yeah. Yes. His real name's Michael Carter Rallis. I'm pretty sure he played football as well.
1: Because he's a big, muscly dude. What else would he have done? Right. And this is
2: what sh- you can see his muscles with his shirt on. Yeah. And he's, he's like 6'2, 6'2, two, two 245. He's a big dude. But not like big around the waist. Like you can tell he's been in. Like, if you've been to the front line of the choke and you've been eating enough food to keep you healthy as a a combatant, but that's it. But
1: that's, yes. Yeah, so
2: there's no real extra. They've been
1: giving you the bare minimum. Right. To be relatively strong looking.
2: And it's because there's two of them, and these two guys look, you know, different, but unlike enough that you could, I think.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's a Minneapolis boy, so he must have gone in with, uh, what's his name, Man Bun. Brock Lesnar.
1: Brock Lesnar. <laughs> man bun. Well that's that's that, described as Man Bun now. Yeah. So bad. It's so so bad. bad. His man bun looks awful.
2: Um, and the other guy who would be another one, either Bree or it would depend which way we go, was Hank Walker. Yeah. His real name's Joseph Skullthorpe. Which he's only twenty-five, God. Why is. wouldn't you wrestle under that name? I don't know. He, I know, because that sounds looks older than all of them and he's the like only one that's under or 30. Or keep
0: Skullthorpe. Yeah. Yeah, just go by Skull Thorpe.
2: Yeah, that looks like Brie or Trey, but he's like yeah. 6'2", 250. He's a big yeah. dude too.
0: large boy. Which one has more lines? Give them, give it to that guy. Because
2: yeah, he's got the beard anyway. So yeah.
0: Oh,
1: um, to be fair, Tramey probably has more lines. I think he does. Bree is the dumber Brie one. Bree
0: is the dumber one.
2: So I think he's just like me, for,
0: for,
1: Yeah. You Bree,
2: hook him up with Bree Larson. And they would Me look. They would look like, right? They would look like they're supposed to look, so you would have difference amongst the Barrow children. Yeah. Because some so of the people I've would seen be trainee, Yeah,
1: and
0: then, then uh, Riddick Moss to be Bree.
2: I mean, that, I think it, it it's going to look good on yeah. screen, and they they can handle the acting that's going to be needed to be done for right. these specific characters.
0: Not not looking awkward right. standing in front of the camera, which is really if you're at a big side of, side of beef like that, is all you really need. Right, and these
2: guys because have been in front of cameras uh, plenty. They have to go and do promos in front of people. Yeah. They know how to be in front of a camera.
0: And a lot of times, all they're going to need to do is have reactions on their face.
2: Right, which is one thing, that, is a, wrestlers have thing that wrestlers exactly. have to do a
1: lot. Yeah. When they have this like huge surprise where someone else is like stepping up into the ring. You know that <gasps> they plan that. Yeah, right. exactly. I think it was like actually a big casting breakthrough.
2: When you brought it up. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like,
0: let's go with wrestlers, because Hollywood actors just aren't that
1: big. Right. No.
2: And before you, know. you say, Well, wrestlers really The Rock was the number one box office draw for a while. John Cena is literally everywhere. Yeah. Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy is everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. Mean,
0: he's getting Oscar Buzz for right. Knock at the Cabin for and, Crying
2: out. Yeah, out. and John Cena and Batista are both huge, yeah, physically imposing guys. And yeah.
1: John Cena, actually not a bad actor. No, he's actually he's he's, really not. He's yeah. quite funny, too. He is quite funny. So yeah. And Batista's
2: was, not a bad actor. He was actually really good in, so good in at the cabin. Yeah, Knock at the Cabin. Oh my gosh.
1: I, if you haven't seen
2: Knock at the Cabin. Wow. I've seen it, yeah, it's good. I'm telling the audience oh, yeah. they need yeah. to watch it.
1: If you've ever seen Psych the show, they had a couple WWE yeah. superstars on oh,
0: yeah. there and they because were all pretty good. Show. Yeah, they were yeah.
1: really good when they dropped in.
0: John Cena showed up mm-hmm. in a couple of episodes and he was great when he was there. Miss was in one. Miz
1: was in one, mm-hmm. one. Stacy Keebler. Yeah. which she tried to do a little bit of acting and then I think didn't she she like had a kid?
2: Yeah, a- and she stopped after dancing with the stars when she got robbed. Yeah. Um, she got tons of offers. Almost as much as
0: Ted Knight.
2: Yeah, she got tons of offers and did different shows and stuff and then she had a kid and then decided that she just wanted to raise her kids. And well, she just kind of go. retired from doing stuff. It's
0: what Rick Moranis did. I'll yeah. just
1: be a mom. After his wife died, he was like, I just want to go raise my kids. Like, I just yeah. want
0: to go raise my kids.
1: But, yeah, so, don't don't hate on professional wrestlers because they do need some amount of acting ability. Well, and, and that is more than hard. Favored. Like, you know, it and, and a lot of physical... Right. Acting ability. Like their bodies need to be able to look like they go through a lot without yeah. actually going through anything. A lot So, of times choreography
0: get, won't be hard. Right. They get slammed down a lot of times on plywood that doesn't even have springs underneath it. It's just plywood with a very tiny mat on top yeah. of it. So, you know that they can do the and the It takes part. that. Their rehearsing a match goes on. If you don't know anything about the, the behind the scenes of wrestling... They'll rehearse a match for hours to make sure that oh, yeah. it's the moves are right, that nobody gets hurt. Yes. So I think them being there strictly for their size is going to be okay, because they're not going to be right. bothered by standing and, and basically being extras that have a no. couple of lines. Right. No.
2: And they're not going to be bothered by the rigors of filmmaking, because... Right. It's
0: a lot better than being thrown around and landing all right. Right. different parts you know and so right. somas all, all the time
2: and if you don't know what you watch on like Raw on Monday night is the one time that you saw them wrestle that week they probably wrestled four other times yeah. they wrestle like 200 250 times a year they and they'll do almost shows. the same
0: match they'll just change out right. little things
2: so they're used to a really rigid rigid, rigid schedule they yeah. they can easily handle the rigors of filming
1: yeah. mm-hmm. and if any of them have to do any fight choreography then that's fine because that's literally
0: their job right you won't need a stunt double no because they're gonna to want to do their all their own stunts, I yeah. guarantee you. And yeah. probably some other people's <laughs> probably.
2: So I think for these characters, I think that's perfect shoes. Yeah. And it was when you said that I was like, Oh my god.
0: Yeah. It was, like, it was a big breakthrough up. in this household. I think it was me watching Heels. And yeah. And Heels really like looking into what these people are like and the dedication to it. Right, to like, what they do. You have to be dedicated to it. And I think that could translate will, really well to these characters that are a physical imposing presence but don't have to have a whole lot of lines, of lines right. and chit-chat.
2: Right. These are guys that we're talking about with Ptolemus and Brian Tramey that can look physically imposing, not just because they are big, but can give off the vibe right. of, don't mess with me, without having to say a word. Because exactly. are used to doing that.
0: Ptolemus doesn't really ever talk very much. Right. He just shows up and kills people.
2: Right, if you if so, come, look up Zion Quinn look at that face and don't yeah. tell me he couldn't
0: that's easily hilarious. be intimidating. Right. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we had a big breakthrough that day. Everybody was very happy that day. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then after that... heels! Right, and that's kind of when the floodgates opened and I started coming up with some other ideas for some of the other characters. So.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, welcome to the Red Queen world, WWE. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: so we've got... Zion Quinn is our Tolemus, and then who? Trami is Hank Walker, Hank Walker, Hank Walker and, and then Riddick Moss,
1: Riddick Moss is. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Um. So then let's go to. Do you want to go into Ruth? R- Ruth
1: Barrow.
2: Ruth Barrow from here. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So Ruth, the matriarch. Yeah,
1: Mrs. Barrow. Mrs.
2: Barrow. Um, I we have got to guess because the oldest of the Barrow children is like twenty three, so she can probably. Mid forties, maybe fifty at the oldest, because I feel I, like
0: they have kids young. It's there. right. I feel like they're yeah. probably having
2: kids young in, in there. So she's not super old. Um So i I was stuck on this when trying because I
0: I feel like the first
2: two are too old. I agree, and not just too old, but too every too single cool. thing you yes, every single thing you see them in, it's constant glamour, too glamorous. It's always glamour, and I was trying to go with Jenna Ortega, and kind of be like, okay, can we find something right. that maybe also matches her appearance so that exactly. we can see where it comes yeah. from? So I would have Jennifer Lopez and Selma Hayek, and yeah, Selma Hayek's too old, I think. I mean, Jennifer so Lopez looks great. is also 50. Right, but but Jennifer Lopez looks great. Right. But, but, but she so... looks
0: like she's had a lot of work done. Right, can't,
2: so glamorous can't all the time. Have, you
0: can't take that off. Yeah. You know, right. know what I mean? right? You can't uh, mess her up, grind her up, because... She's it's
2: had it's still clear that right. she's had work done. Right. And so I was Lots. I was trying to think. I was like, okay, I'm searching for actresses on Google that are like in their mid to late 40s or early 50s, and they all have that same look. Like, you can't necessarily see that they've had work done, but you clearly right. tell they're still trying to look like they're 30, and it's not what she should look like. Right. But I want someone who looks their age.
0: Any Hispanic actress, I would think maybe Penelope
2: Cruz. Not bad. She's a little, yeah. I, I, I was, she's a
0: little more normal looking. Right. She's married to Javier Bardem and they've got a couple of kids. Yeah. So she's kind of like right. calmed down yeah, from it's all like I'm of a that mom, that she's my... had. Yeah. You don't see her in a whole lot anymore. Like I would... If we were going to go towards a Latina actress... That's then that's, right. that's where really we would go. More right. ...somebody like that and not somebody so glamorous. Right. Like J-Lo or Salma Hayek.
2: But... They're just too pretty. Right. But the thing with Jen Ortega is, is she doesn't necessarily... She could easily not look Latina.
1: Right. She's it's like she is very clearly Latina, but enough makeup and she looks no longer Latina. Right.
2: right. And this is, I mean, they're distilled, so they have dark skin. That doesn't necessarily mean, and we you got to remember
1: they're out in the sun. They're out in the sun by the river. And, green and aren't ever
2: described or anything as being super like tan. Super tan or anything. Tan like or like that. Thing. Yeah. So I was banging my head and we were watching Grim. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked up and I was like wait a minute wait. so I looked up Brie Turner who plays Rosalie and Grimm and she's like oh, 46 Rosalie. right now yeah
0: she's just a little bit older she's than like you'd be like the yeah.
2: perfect age brown hair you could easily gray that she looks great but she doesn't have any surgery done right. so she could easily with that makeup mm-hmm. look like a normal person mm-hmm. and there's just having watched her in Grimm because we just saw this episodes where she just Found out she was pregnant. Yeah, she's got this real, and she's always had this motherly aspect in the show. So I could definitely see her playing this role as the mother of them really well and being believable. But
1: being able to be like sometimes when she has to, when she has to like quiet the house down, Mm -hmm. she can can like get angry and be like, "Kids, yeah, not right now. Exactly,
0: you're poking Mama Bear, right? Because it's clear that the kids respect her and what she goes through to." to mother right. them, so you have to have somebody who's going to seem really down-to-earth yes. and neither one of those other two women fit no. that bill at all. But based on that, that makes my choice, like if we vote, if we just go ahead and say we like Brie Turner and right. we're in there, that makes my choice for Daniel like a lock. I'm like, there in my mind, if you have Brie Turner, there's only one choice on that list for Daniel.
2: You may be right. You may be
0: right. I just don't think it makes sense to put her with the other person.
2: No, and I agree. And the more I think, yeah, I think you may be right. And I I watched this, there's a, I think it was on Showtime. It's called Masters of Horror and it had like one hour episodes Yeah, great work. Mm-hmm. The very first episode had her in it. Did it? Yeah, and it's, she like, you see her in this wreck at first. And there's, like, this creature thing that's chasing her down. Oh, yeah. And through the whole thing, she's flashing back to her boyfriend who taught her all this stuff. And he was actually abusive. But he, she learned how to get away and protect herself right. by getting away from him. So she used that. That was her. And watching it, I was like, she was so good in it. I'm like, she's got this inner strength, too. But you see some in Rosalie. Mm-hmm. But in that show, she was showed so much range that I was like, man, she... You big
0: s- things in tiny packages. Right, and you could like see right, a little underneath quite small. where you can
2: see. Okay, she's the mother, but there's something there that you can see. Like, if she had to, she at would be fierce time as hell. she was probably right.
0: really pretty too. Right, and, like, right. She her down.
2: It's like yes. she.
1: You could. You look at her and you're like, oh, she's still really pretty, but she's clearly just constantly exhausted. Yeah.
2: Right. So Her I,
1: hair is gray. I feel like
2: you can see that fire beneath her that keeps her going, which she's taking care of literally. All of right. these people in this family. So right. which I think you're right. It does kind of, I think, pare down our Daniel when yeah. we get there. Yeah. So we are we, so we're good with Bree Turner. Yep. Holy cow. I
1: didn't you did you think you would have to twist anybody in this family's arm no, for that?
2: No, some of these are just kind of come to you when you're watching people like
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and it's yeah. The Jen Ortega one, I'm sure you were the same. You just saw it. We'd never seen her. anything. Right. once I saw you her, just saw it I think era. it was maybe first episode of Wednesday. I was like, "Well, damn, I, that's fair Well,
1: because you sent us something when <laughs> yeah, you, said you had first that watched Wednesday watched it. when she she delivered the "I refuse to be a pawn in someone else's game" line or whatever. Yeah, and I had zero context, and I was like, yeah, "I already get it." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. But
1: having actually watched the entire show, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I definitely see it a lot more now.
2: All right, so it's coming together.
1: I have all the marks on mine.
2: So we've got Bree Turner, which we yeah that's good. Um, So let's do Daniel.
1: Yes. This one's Daniel Vera.
2: Because I've seen some weird things. You said you see Brad Pitt, which is ridiculous. So dumb. Um, Dennis Quaid's one I've seen a lot, which is what I put on here, which I can kind of get.
0: Kind eyes, you know. Kind eyes. See that? Yeah. It's like there's there's something there. He's Just
2: too good looking. He's too good looking, and he's also sixty. He's in his sixties. He just looks really good for his age. He's always has. But, I yeah, I think he's a little too good looking. Then we'll go, we'll skip to Jason Bateman, which is one I've seen somewhere, which I don't hate, but I don't feel like you're going to get the feeling of someone who's been through hell right there. And I think that's what you can get from the rest of them. Right.
0: Because you saw, like in Ozark, you saw his character go through hell. Right. And it just made him a worse
1: person.
2: Right. Not a better person. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: Um, he can't just be like, he's kind of just like way down he, right he can't just be cranky and you're just like oh that's the explanation is just because you know he was at the war for so, so long yeah. it's like you have to see it too you shouldn't have to have some character tell you like oh yeah it's because he was at right. the front lines for so long you should be, able, should be, to be know. able to tell
0: yeah and um, i know i know that con- comedic actors are typically really great serious actors but Jason Bateman is such a great comedic actor for him to play Mr. Barrow who basically has no comedic lines at all would be a giant shame I don't know he doesn't have no comedic lines basically no comedic lines
2: yeah you
0: have to almost give him more just because he's Jason Bateman
2: right (laughs) I I can't
0: waste that humor he's so good at dry humor yeah
2: and I feel like even at his age now he still looks so like he hasn't been through
0: exactly a lifetime
2: of physical difficulties right um, Then we've got, yes, Kyle Chandler, Friday Night Lights. He's been in a ton of stuff. Coach you know, Taylor.
1: Yeah, I'll
2: show you, Mia. You may probably know what he looks like.
1: Yeah,
2: handsome He's guy. So much stuff. Um, really good actor.
0: Amazing yeah. actor.
2: And I think he would really play well against our Ruth. A hundred percent. I think I could see that being a couple. And I know he can play this type of role. Type of role, And yeah. being, you know what I mean, in the wheelchair. Um, I don't think I mean he's handsome, but he's not square jawed Brad Pitt. He's, you know what I mean. He's not that cover model right. guy. I,
0: he's just like, wow, the guy next door is kind of handsome. Right. Or like, right. wow, my dad's friend is kind of handsome. Right. Which is or perfect. My, yeah, my friend's dad. Either one. Yeah. So, but I think when you pair him with Bree Turner, you could almost draw a direct line to everybody else that we've
1: Kind of. To the
0: rest, kids. to the Barrow kind of children. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you can kind of, it's Julia not perfect. Butters kind of has that look like Bree Turner does.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you
0: can kind of put the two wrestlers that we picked for Brie and Trini, well, if you match those two
1: together, you would be able to see. Gina
2: Ortega and Bree that's Turner both of, have those big, expressive That's bodies. kind of
1: what I got when, when I looked at, when we said something about Brie Turner, and I thought about Jen Ortega, and then we looked at Julia Butters, I was like, they both kind of have those uh, like eyes. similar eyes, yes. yeah, definitely, so just like large and gorgeous. And I think Michael Bean would be
0: good, but I think if you put him with Brie Turner, he's too old.
2: We we yeah, we got to Michael Bean. I think he almost Michael Bean from The Terminator, Terminator Two. He is in, in every his, other James yeah, Cameron movie. He's a great actor. It would He fantastic. Be, would be perfect for a role like this. You know what I mean? In the mm-hmm. wheelchair because he looks like he's been through so much because he had a stroke. I mean, he has, but he's too old. Yeah. I, I feel like Daniel needs to be late forties mm-hmm. and around the same age as our our Ruth. Right. Even though I mean, he looks he seems older than his years, he's going to look beaten down. Right. Than that. But I feel like yeah, Michael Bean's a bit too old at this point.
0: You wouldn't look at them and be like, "That makes sense." Right. Or at one time that, that made even sense. made sense.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Right.
2: So I kind kind of feel like Kyle Chandler is the the shoe in is the shoe in here. Yeah. I actually, think it's a really good casting for our for our kids. With yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. It, you it, can it almost looks nice. A direct line. in yeah. Every single one of
1: them. It's not a hundred percent perfect, but you know.
2: It's it's pretty. Good. It's pretty
1: good.
0: It would almost lend itself more towards Milo Manheim.
2: I, was, shade. I shade. was, thinking that because he has, he actually has some kind of a uh, three-turner-esque character, and, some, and, some, some, of, and some, Chandler, some of Kyle like Chandler, and yeah. everything else, yeah. He has a very face shape, it, like with her eyes uh-huh. almost, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I would almost put it over for that, and then like you said, Julia Butters is perfect, yeah. So similar
1: facial features, uh, yeah.
2: I I feel like that's a that's a lock, yeah. Kyle Chandler locked in your next big TV show, buddy. I, know, it's just gone, I was off the air uh, so I was going to say he
1: has kind of a couple of other Not things. Been the air for a I figured he had.
0: Yeah, I never
1: finished that, and then I lost my Netflix. Oh no. well, yeah, she she does does like have. the password sharing thing.
2: Yeah, I know. At one point, there was talk before Josh and Roland of him maybe being c- cable on yeah. Deadpool 2, too. Yeah, but that never happened. It,
0: it, there were conflicts of some. Yeah there was there were shakeups. Right. Which I like Kyle he was Chandler. was serious talks to be capable yeah, like, and then something happened. I
2: love Kyle Chandler, but I was, I think James Josh Brolin was a perfect kid.
0: Right. Yeah. He was definitely very good. But I feel
2: like Kyle Chandler is our date beautiful.
0: Yes. yes, that works well. When you match the two of them together. Oh definitely. Definitely. So then that leads us to the last one for us to discuss. Nanny. And that is Nanny. And we have two stellar candidates for Nanny. I love both of these. I love both. It's going to be super hard to decide. But
1: Neither of which I have seen in yeah, anything, so my vote does not even idea. count. You can just look at faces and be like, oh, yeah, that's...
2: So we'll start with the bottom. We'll start with Lin Shay.
1: Yeah.
2: Who has been in so many so, things.
0: So Lin Shay is somebody that you don't know her name, but the minute you see her, you're going to go... Oh, oh right! I
2: know she. I know you've She's seen her in things, but I can't think so of what it is. She's
1: been so many things. Oh, Look at her IMDb. She,
0: Most recently, what I what she came back on my radar for was the Insidious movies. Insidious Five just came out, and it caused me to go back and watch the first three. I still have never four rented. or just started it yet. This three wasn't really very good. But she is one of the main characters in Insidious. She's the medium or whatever. Um, They actually did a really cool thing in one of them. They had somebody play her in a flashback. But she's got that distinct voice. She did all the voiceover work, and then the woman just mouthed her words.
1: I was like, that's brilliant. If you have someone with a really distinct voice, that's how you get around it. Especially if the flashback isn't that far back. Oh,
0: no. It was like 40 years. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. It was a big flashback.
0: It was, like, it was supposed to be, well, maybe not 40 years, when the dad in Insidious was a kid. So it's going back to when he was his son's age, so, like, 25, 30 years, whatever.
1: But, like, de- you know, depending on how old the actress is. Like, if she's an older actress... Right, she, like she obviously, obviously can't part.
0: play herself. She's
1: still... But she's still an adult at right. that point, so her voice is, ha- has reached its mature state. Yeah. No matter what. she's She can also do comedic work. That's where she
0: started... The Farrelly Brothers put her in almost everything they made early on. Yeah, Which what what I re- really put her on the map. What I remember from Kingpin. The Farrelly brothers movies, yeah. Woody Harrelson's, Woody Harrelson's Landlord. Landlord and Kingpin. If you've seen Kingpin, you, you know, know what we're, we're talking about. about. And, yeah. So, you know she can do comedy.
2: Oh, Detroit Rock City, too. I yes!
0: She's the mom in Detroit Rock City. Like, she's just been in so many things. There's something about Mary. Yeah, there's a yeah. ton. I mean, just Fairly Brothers, Fairly Brothers, Fairly Brothers, but she can do serious, she can do the emotions, but then she can also look like she's having the time of her life, which is really important for Nanny. And with Nanny, she's had a is, very sheltered existence, yes. and this is her like coming out of that shell. So I think that she's just gonna go the most yeah. with whatever time she has got left, and that's where I feel like personality-wise, it comes down to Lynn Shay just because of her personality. like she seems like she can have a, a lot of fun with it or she could be in the corner just observing
2: right. Yeah.
1: which there is a little bit of comedy with Nanny. there's she says some funny things she does. And yeah. in general, it's just like she's very amusing to everyone else because you'd expect someone who looks like she does who's older, she's smaller, she's skinnier. It's like, you wouldn't expect her to be this full of life and happiness all the time. She's just so optimistic. Exactly. Exactly. And so she's just, she's a very fun and amusing character in general because of that. And that's where I think the other
0: actress, if you go by, if you know anything about her personality in real life, she's more like that in real life than she was in the role that she...
2: Melissa McBride. Yeah, yeah. Melissa
0: McBride. Which, it, it, she became famous for playing Carol. Carol on The Walking Dead, which
2: completely underrated in my opinion. So I'm underrated. Really upset she hasn't been. She did get nominated at least for an Emmy. She
0: did get nominated.
2: She, she did won. not
0: win. Um, uh, but she is amazing. She can play such a wide range of emotions. What you see right. her go through in The Walking Dead. I mean, eventually she just kind of becomes a stone person because she just doesn't let anybody else right. in after. Th- those
2: first few seasons of Walking Dead, yeah. when the show was so good.
0: Yeah, she could take you on a roller coaster of right. emotions. And then, like, they get to Alexandria, and she has, like, that role that she kind of has to play, you know? Right. So. But, if you know anything, if you've seen Melissa McBride, interviews with her or her interacting with the she's
2: past, so she's so
0: funny right. and vibrant and full yes. of life. And I think that if you don't have her meek herself down like she did at Carol's starting point, because she that's did. where right. Carol grew, but she grew out of that starting point. So there's right. always a little part of that I think you let her. her
2: be more herself.
0: Right, and you get a more exuberant character. Right,
2: and I think she could nail that. They're both really, I mean... You've got, you, I mean,
0: I think Lynn Shay might be a tough. little smaller in stature, maybe. But I don't know if it's even that much of a difference. Right, I think
2: she may be a little smaller in stature, but it's not much because Melissa Wright is relatively small too. I think.
0: Yeah, she might just be a little bit
2: taller. Yeah, because Lynn Shay is a tiny, tiny lady. Man, that's a tough one. Um, it's a real tough one because. I was looking, looking through what you call it. Um, IMDb. She's been in so many things, but I can't find anything that you've seen. Lynn Shea
0: is 80.
2: Yes. Melissa McBride's only like 58.
0: I can't believe she's 80. And she is 5'3". And then Melissa McBride.
1: name.
0: Melissa McBride was born in 65. So, so she's like 58. Yeah, 58.
2: But she, I mean, and you can tell that early on, but later in The Walking Dead when they did the fast forward and she had to have been in her 60s, the character, she did a pretty good job of playing someone who's much older. And she's like 5'6". Yeah, so, so she is actually quite a bit taller.
0: Yeah. The and the, a little tinier. The
2: funny thing about Melissa McBride is she always like has played characters that are like meek. Yeah. And but that's not almost. how she is at all. No, and she's actually quite pretty. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. She
2: doesn't ever play characters that are vain or wear makeup or anything right. like that. It's always somebody.
0: Well, she came onto the show because she was a dare person. Right. So yeah. that's, you know, she came into right. the show under different acting pretenses such than a lot of the other people. She's such a that great actress. On the show.
2: But Lynn Shane's a great actress. I've seen her in things that are not
0: they are not comedy not yeah. comedy I've seen she her in a couple a horror job. movies
2: actually and she's quiet she's very good
0: she's really good in Insidious yeah. really good
2: so it's a tough one it's a
0: tough one I think it might just this might just have to be another, another tie. To be or. I mean I would vote more for Lynn Shay just because I think stature wise and and age
1: wise yeah she fits more t- just physically to Nanny for me True. It's like Nanny needs to be small, thin, just a very compact Right.
2: One. The one thing about Melissa McBride is she has this way of being able to give you this, the character, especially you saw it in Carol and I've seen it in other characters, even the one she played in The Mist, mm-hmm. this real strength, inner strength. Right. Just by looking, she has a way of emanating this inner strength without saying words or Doing over the top actions does that make sense? Right. That I think would be really good for Nanny. As I well. just
0: don't know if we've seen that side of Nanny yet.
2: But we've we? seen
0: more kind of the adventuresome, fun-loving side. Will we of see Nanny.
2: it at some point? Maybe we. Maybe this should be one we should call it right now. Until because because some of them we're not like saying okay, we're just gonna we don't care. We're never gonna revisit this. We're character. gonna revisit these right after we've seen some after we've. Each kinda of looked at the characters again and Mia has mm-hmm. had a chance to see some of these people, and we've right. had a chance to meet the ones we haven't seen.
1: So I
2: So I think we can come back. Let, I do ahead.
1: have one question. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
1: Do we want to do anything with Shade having cast Ruth and Daniel Barrow? That
0: would see. throw me back to Milo Manheim.
1: If, so, if we were going to do anything, it'd just be putting yeah. Milo own
2: behind slide. So, so, them, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that. So are we going to c- cover, we're going to say these are right now.
1: Even.
2: Melissa, Greidel, and share are even. We're going to revisit this one as we would, um, we were looking at Go Scotolaro, Lario, right. and Anna de Armas because we wanted to have everyone look at everything. Okay, so we'll come back to those. Now we can go back to Shea. So we've cast our Ruth and Daniel, and I think we feel pretty good about it. Bree Turner and Kyle Chandler. I
1: am yeah. I'm am settled. I'm okay with that. Does
2: that lend you more to Milo Manheim Definitely. being? Okay. I think maybe we'll put Milo Manheim for now. If we may, that may be something we revisit as well. And
1: but... then Joseph Quinn is a very very close second. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. So I, good job, that everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. If y'all would have
0: heard. This I know, it's amazing.
2: we
0: under monsters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this Disney trip is
2: Killing taking us. a lot. But I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think we've done a good job casting everybody we need to cast, for the most part. We're still going to come back and look at a couple. But and- I mean,
0: it's like... It's it's like you can't mess up either way you go. I enough.
2: agree. I See think you know we've got I mean? some that are so good that it's not really going to, I think, either way. Maybe it's like, like we talked about her off-mic, subtle, subtle differences in the character, but it'll still be fine. Right. Um. So, I like it. Um, we'll probably, like as we talked about, do one maybe mid-season. Yeah. Middle of book three.
0: We'll try to identify when we're getting close to the middle and give yeah. ourselves a little Especially break. Especially if there's of any kind freight train through right. like
1: season <laughs> there, is, there is a section in King's Cage and I think you probably know what I'm talking about where there'd be like it's it's a not a natural break it's not a good stopping point because it's like oh this is a point where the story stops but it's like the story is about to change so we mm-hmm. can stop here right
2: right. That's yeah. very
1: drastically the story is about to change so we can stop here yes, yeah
2: definitely and, and if there's any news of casting or any kind of thing in the world of the show then that would be a good time, too, to look at. So we'll come back a little more. But this gives us stuff to look at. And I feel like it's rounding out. I kind of feel like we, that we've that we made good adjustments to what we had. We brought some new, I think, I like our cast. Yeah. We'll just, can you guys get with Elizabeth Banks? You can get her on the show. Yeah,
0: I will. I'll call her up. Yeah. All of us margarinos have each other's phone numbers. Oh, no,
2: I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. She's a margarino? Oh, yeah, big oh, time. Oh. That's you how
0: Cocaine Bear got made.
2: Should. Maybe you could.
0: They told the story on My Favorite oh, and Murder, and, and she she watched the cartoon that I made you guys watch five million oh, times. Yeah. Okay, okay it's funny. That cartoon
1: is funny. That cartoon is hilarious. And then she went and
0: made it. Cougar hands. Check. Altimeter.
2: Check. Check. A
0: bear.
1: <laughs> no, wait, not a bear. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, maybe you can get a hold of a kid around the
0: podcast. bear od on the Coke that was thrown from the plane Uh, So Georgia thought it meant that they threw the bear out (laughs) Anyway So let me run down We'll do a quick We're just a little under on time So I'm going to run down We'll do the list of how we've got everybody So starting off with Mayor, We've got Jenna Ortega Cal is a tie either or Between Cody Christian and Froy Gutierrez Maven We switched it up Settled on Mason Thames Farley again switched it up Landed on Peyton List. Uh, Julian stayed uh, with Ju- no, no. Nope. We oh. uh,
2: James McAvoy came James out. James McAvoy, that's right, came in and took it at the end. That's I, I just didn't write it perfect. in. But he's yeah. such a great actor. I think that's so James perfect for Mac- Julian. Yeah, I'm stoked for that one.
0: Evangeline is Isabel Furman. Yeah. Emily Beecham is still Alara. Jacob Bertrand is still Kalorn. Oh, yeah. Martin Sogas is still the king. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
2: we mixed up. Yep, Lisa. Julia
0: Butters snuck in as Gisa.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, ultimately, Man- Milo Manheim squeaked out Joseph Quinn in the end to because win of for Shade. Because of further casting. Yeah. yeah. There's only one colonel. It will be Stephen Lang, period, end of story. Or well, um, I will not watch not, I'm show. I'm not Riding, the show. i Yeah. Banks. <laughs> Cameron, we settled on Nua Jess Eisman. Yeah. John, we settled on Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Uh, for Ada, we have a toss-up between Kaya Scodelario and Anna De Armas. Uh, for Ptolemy, we have a toss-up between two WWE wrestlers, Ridge Holland and Zion
1: Quinn.
2: Yeah, I feel like Zion's got the edge. Now. Oh,
1: that's right. That's that's how I have it. Yeah,
2: because he's got that look. Yeah, thought his name is Ridge. Like, what's his name? and beautiful. Oh,
0: baseball.
2: Young and watching and beautiful my mom. Yeah. I didn't have
0: a choice. Aww. For Ruth Barrow, we have Bree Turner. For her husband, Daniel, we have Kyle Chandler. I love
2: that cast. It's
1: great. Both of those
2: two. I think it's great. And
1: like we said, you can kind of be like, at one point, this makes sense. Yeah.
2: Their kids make sense.
1: And then the kids make sense. Yeah. 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 Like when they were, you know, 17, 18, running oh, yeah. wild. I can see it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And the actors are close in age as well. Kyle Chandler yep. might be a little older. He might be like in his mid-50s now, but he still. Doesn't, he, he, look, doesn't look he doesn't like like him. look like you. No, it he does not. Uh, Trini and Bree are uh, WWE wrestlers Hank Walker and Riddick Moss. Respectively. Respectively. Um, and then for Nanny, we have kind of a coin toss between Melissa McBride and Lynn Shay.
2: We'll see uh, next time if we bring more people or if we've got more if you've seen the show Mia some shows with them in it or if we've both seen more stuff and kind of switch our minds but right now it's a toss up so we've got a couple of toss ups but I think the top, like we've said you can't go wrong either way on the ones where, where, that we have two yeah. choices
0: I think you're not losing either way no. it's just slightly different sides of a personality so how did we do guys what do you think did we do good did we leave anybody out did we make a mistake by bringing in WWE wrestlers let us know what you think keep it uh, civil but we enjoy discussion exactly exactly and uh, if we didn't pick your favorite it's because you didn't email us so, if you, so please if, email us That's right if we didn't pick the one that you wanted or we didn't even name your top contender then definitely send it into the show and we will we'll uh, bring, it yeah, sure we'll bring it up for sure and we'll talk about it so holler at us let us know uh, I want to since we're at the end of this I know they're gonna be released separately but let me give you all the socials now. If for somehow you've ended up in this episode and don't know all of our socials, Weird. let me tell you where to find us. Maybe this is the first one you clicked on because you saw somebody's name in this that you like. Oh, they talked about Kyle Chandler today. I want to see what they talk about. Well, we're Reading with the Rockefellers and we're covering Correct Week. Hello, series. hi, how are you? Uh, you can find us on Instagram. That is where we are most active. It is at Reading with the Rockefellers. You can find us on uh YouTube, all of our first season episodes are there in video format. That channel name is Reading with the Rockefellers. We have email, like I said, email us uh, your ideas, anybody we missed. Um, you know, I tried to uh you know, like really I try to watch a lot of young people shows I star young yeah. people so we can find people, but we can't be everywhere. We can't see everything. So if we're missing somebody, send that in to us and we'll cover it in a later episode.
1: We are only three people. Yeah,
0: that address is readingwiththeRockefellers at gmail.com.
1: I enjoy checking that email, yeah. so you may get a response from me.
0: Super fun. Either me or Mia, one of the two of us, will email you back. I promise, if you email us, we will
1: email you yeah. back. Yeah, uh, we will.
0: And then, finally, the website is where you can donate to the show if you feel like you want to throw us a buck or two to a Little family trying as hard as they can.
1: For the little podcast that could. The little
0: podcast that could. That's right. We're not stopping, so we want you guys to jump on the stream with us. Uh, that website is www.readingwiththerockefellers and all of our episodes are there available for download as well. So you can find us wherever you're listening right now, all major podcast platforms, and the website. So uh, do somebody a favor and buy a copy of the book and give them this website. Yeah. And send them on a reading journey. Because we love to have new listeners with us, and now is the perfect time to get caught up on seasons one and two before season three drops
1: somewhere probably in,
0: in July and or beginning of August. We'll start in season three. We will be <coughs> your
1: emotional support podcast, and
2: we're here through it's the hundred percent
0: the emotional devastation that is We'll be right there with you. The
1: series, right. we yeah. we get you. Yes. We are here. We are here to help you
0: through the the good times and the bad times.
2: And we do have. We mentioned this. The new book series that we received the set Yes. mentioned this. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. pictures we talked will be, about it a times. Yeah. will be put up at some point on instagram yeah the, we need to get those pictures taken it's a
2: beautiful set if you haven't already gone and ordered your set where where did you get it joy mm-hmm. they have
1: tons
2: incredible. of great
0: book stuff yeah, yeah if, if you, you are a just, reader person just in any kind of
2: not even just Red Queen. If there's a book yeah. series you like, they probably have Get on Lit Joy.
0: They have a merch shop for it. They have all kinds of stuff. So find your favorite book series. Go on Lit Joy mm-hmm. and show them some love. They in no way support this podcast at all. We did not get any money for saying that. We paid for our own books. They uh, are we just incredible. want to share them with your yeah. the fans because if they're, you love this series as much as we do, they are an absolute necessity. I still want s-
1: that Red Queen book sleeve. Yeah. It's, it's art yeah. of Mare, Cal, and Maven all standing together, yeah, and it's like a sleep
2: for oh, your books. If you, oh, if you look totally on the wiki the wiki fandom page for this, a lot of the pictures they have on there are from the, these pictures yeah, from they, the books. They're mm-hmm. uploaded now by people who like right. the, and the series, So you'll get so. to see this beautiful artwork of the characters, and a lot of Victoria Aviard's notes and in the ledgers and invitations yeah. of where she was. It's the first book really is amazing. signed yeah. by yeah. Victoria
1: Aviard.
2: And I... Just a shout out to, to Victoria A.V.R. because a lot of people write a lot of books and stuff but for her to go through that much for her fans and put all the things she's feeling, a lot of artists don't do too. Yeah, yeah. That's There's, really cool.
0: And she connects very well with her fans. Yeah. It's it's really obvious that she's a Swifty because she uses a yes. lot of the same marketing tactics yeah. that Taylor uses to connect with her fans.
2: And she, It's cool that she goes through that much yes. to give people an insight into what she's thinking when she's writing. I At it.
1: the front of the first book in that Lit Joy set, there's a whole little, like, note written by Victoria Aviard that's pretty much just like, I hope you enjoy this. Thank you to Lit Joy for this opportunity for me to connect with you guys. And it's liter- It's pretty much just a love letter to the fans of yeah. the series. Like, it's, it's thank great. you for loving this series because I would be an absolute nobody without right. this series. Yeah, and yeah, she's
0: getting ready to wrap up her second
2: book series right. that she's
1: written. So there's should. a possibility of this becoming a TV series. Right.
2: It's yeah. Yeah. And we're we going to have to get to that next series, too, at some point. Yeah. Next series. So we've got. After the Hunger Games. We, we've got years of podcasts.
0: Yeah.
2: Already. We're not
0: going anywhere. No. So stick with us, guys.
2: Appreciate
0: you hanging out with us. We will be back. Uh, we've got one more bonus
1: episode. I think so. I'm
2: trying to work on another one. Yeah, I've got one that I think by the time you guys are back from all your stuff, we can can do.
1: There may be a break in in releasing even before this. This may have come later just because we're going on this Disney trip. Yeah. So if we've taken a hiatus, just know that that's why. Yeah. This part of summer, late June into July is jam-packed for this family. We knew it was going to be busy. We tried to get us what, as ready as we could yeah. in
0: advance but there's still like the 3 days before you leave for vacation are still a nightmare. So yeah. anyway, we appreciate everybody again like said hanging out with us. Thank you so much. We love you all and we will see you next time. Bye bye. bye.